All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Manoush. Yes, that's me. Your neuroperformance profile indicates that you, <laughs> indicates that you have trouble quieting your mind even when your eyes are closed and not much is being demanded of you. This is illustrated by your low activation baseline score, 3.7. What does this mean? These results indicate you will benefit most from a stress management training program. A stress training session is 20 minutes. Got this damn thing on my head. Might as well uh, keep going at this point. It's Note to Self, the tech show about being human. I'm Manoush Zamarodi. And what you just heard was me at my kitchen table on a Wednesday morning, trying to learn how to relax with the help of something strapped to my head, specifically something called the Versus. It's like a brain trainer. Today, boosting our brains. What do you get when you combine a little neuroscience with some digital gadgetry? How soon will we be trading in our morning coffee or evening glass of Pinot Grigio for a quick session with a headset? And I want to put out a quick warning up top here. Not only do I say a bad word later, but we did bleep it out this week. I also get extremely weird. The Versus was just one of the things that I strapped to my head for this episode. So with the Versus, for around $400, it claims that it gives your mind a workout by having you play various video games with just the power of your brain waves. No hands, ma. Well, look at that. I rocked NeuroGolf. I achieved optimal brain state for a total of 1 minute and 13 seconds, my personal record. There are lots of tools out there that claim they can train you to relax more efficiently or get energized faster or help you focus better. Stuff like biofeedback sets, meditation apps. And the claims are that by simply pairing software on your phone or an iPad with headphones or a specially made headset, you can make your brain better. You're ready mm -hmm. to put it on? But, and, also and this is where things get tantalizing. There are also a couple new gadgets out there, just a couple, that say they'll do more than just train your brain. They'll change your brain. Then you're ready to choose either a calm vibe or energy vibe. And calm vibes are like, you know, be stress-free and happy. You know, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> of let's the, do that. Let's Izzy do that. Goldwasser is the CEO and co-founder of a company called Think. That's T-H-Y-N-C. And the Think module uses, wait for it, electricity to make you feel good. Think is a company dedicated to really creating a clean digital way to do the things you do every day with drinks and pills. And 
we're going to try it right now, right? You are. You're going to try okay. it. I'm going to just put it right above your right eyebrow, between your eyebrow and your hairline, okay. right here. Izzy stuck a gadget that looked actually like a thick white potato chip to the side of my forehead. And then he ran a strip of tape, electrical tape, down the side of my head to the nape of my neck. Then he gave me his phone, which already had the Think app loaded on it. We call it our module. So the little module is talking to your phone. Yeah, the Think module pairs with the Think app, and the app really controls it. So you're in total control. Okay. What's it doing right now? It's ramping up slowly, and it's just going to be signaling those nerves under your skin. I was excited to get on the quickest path to Nirvana, but I was also nervous about it. It sort of seemed dangerous to be (laughs) delivering electrical currents to my head right before I had to go home to make dinner for my kids. Izzy assured me that my brain, though, was safe. They're called cranial nerves. Everyone has them. They're 12 pair of these nerves, all in your face and neck. And we didn't invent this. This is all classic neuroscience. We just found the way to signal them and build a product that people could use, a consumer could use. So first thing you see when you pair is you get to the main screen for Calm, which is a set of choices. Oh, okay. So under the Calm setting, there's actually different kinds of Calm. You can have Unwind, which has a glass of wine next to it, which sounds pretty good. De-stress and feel good. There's Zen, which promises serenity and physical stillness. There's Sleep, peaceful state before bed, so you can rest and recover. And there's holiday bliss, relaxation with a dose of intoxication. I want holiday bliss every day. All right. Oh, energy offers different sorts of stuff. I could have awake, our smoothest vibe. It sounds like a kind of like coffee grind. Stay focused and productive. Surge, our most intense vibe, a rush of energy and motivation. And then holiday lights, an entertaining and intense vibe with intermittent strobe light effects. Okay, I definitely don't want that last one. (laughs) And what's like the idea, like instead of going home and pouring myself a glass of Cabernet that I would put my think on? There are many moments where you don't want that glass of wine or more caffeine. And what you really could use is just your own body being motivated to go do something Mm -hmm. or just relaxing yourself. Is it possible that it's psychosomatic? Yeah, always. You know, placebo effect and being psychosomatic is always a big thing. So we spent years beating the placebo effect. That's all we did. Yeah. So when we tell you that we have data, we published our work in a top journal, peer-reviewed, everything is against controls. We have a link to the scientific paper that Izzy is referring to at notetoselfradio.org. Just keep in mind, the authors and researchers are also Think shareholders. Now... We start at 50%, which is the intensity, and it's mm-hmm. more like a tuner. So what we're going to do is ask you to raise it until you feel like a tightening, a little pressure in the front. Here? On, on the yeah. front of my head? Um, yeah, exactly. In a minute, ooh, I feel something. Is this think thing safe? So here's your first I'm time. I'm going to crank it up. 62, 64, 66, feels the same, 68. 70. We're back and we're talking about boosting our brains. Should we swap out caffeine or alcohol or prescription drugs? Anything that works from the inside out to make you calm or awake? 
should we swap it for just a little technology? Maybe you've heard over the years about the military testing transcranial direct current stimulation, or TDCS as it's called, to increase target accuracy and focus. Or maybe you know someone who's been experimenting with 9-volt batteries at home. Yes, people do this. Our friends over at Radiolab did a fun episode about this a little while back. But think, the gadget I strapped to my head could be the first time TDCS goes mainstream. No need to visit a lab or make a trip to the hardware store for some random parts. You can buy a Think for around $200 on Amazon right now. This is a new way to self-regulate. It is definitely not mainstream yet. Maybe at a few offices in Silicon Valley, but that is it. And so I wanted a medical assessment to find out if it even should go mainstream. My name is Dr. Roy Hamilton. Roy Hamilton directs the Lab for Cognition and Neural Stimulation at the University of Pennsylvania. He does neurostimulation to people every single day in this lab. Right now, we're focusing on patients who have neurologic diseases that impair cognition. Historically, a focus for us has been patients with stroke and language loss, also known as aphasia. Roy has seen some intriguing results from his studies using electrodes to stimulate the brain in healthy people, too. One experiment made people more creative. Another helped them quit smoking faster. It's actually a very small amount of current. Mm -hmm. It's more like an electrical nudge in one direction or the other. He says there's no scientific evidence to suggest that something like think could have any longer-term adverse effects. But even so, I just could not get Roy to give this product a two-thumbs-up. One of the things that isn't often asked is, well, what happens to everything else? Mm. Your brain is not just one cognitive function. Your brain is circuits modulating circuits interacting with networks that interact with other networks. I mean, it's the most complex instrument in the known universe. And we're (laughs) right. And we're hitting it with current in these pretty crude ways. Have you used think? Have you ever strapped it to your head? I have not strapped it to my head. We did get a unit here, and we had something of a think experimentation party. I didn't strap it on myself. Um, Why not? But, you know, I had things to do that day. I was afraid I might get too relaxed by relaxation mode. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't really matter what Dr. Hamilton or any doctor has to say about think because the FDA considers it a lifestyle product. And so this little gadget is exempt from being regulated like a medical device. Just add it to your virtual shopping cart along with a foam roller and some protein powder. At least that's the idea. Because I think I might know what you're thinking. Does this thing work or what? Yeah. Let's get back to my little experiment. After putting the module on my head and selecting the Calm Vibe on the app, Izzy, Think's CEO, taught me how to increase the electrical pulse. And I felt a little buzzing on the side of my forehead, but nothing else really. So he suggested I go for a stroll around the office, get a little alone time. And while I did, note to self-producer Ariana Tobin popped into the studio. Can I ask you some questions while she's in the hall? Of course, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Manoush had a little bit of like a psychoanalysis done by another tool that you wear on your head a couple of days ago. Okay. And it 
told her basically that she had focus beyond anything. But on the other hand, it was like, you don't know how to relax. Ah. You really need to learn how to relax. So when you're saying that people can block it, we all started laughing in the other room because we thought maybe Manoush might be that person. You know, it's actually a really good point. A lot of people have forgotten what it really feels like to truly relax, to feel like for your body to relax and then your mind to be relaxed and just to be to let go. Mm-hmm. and not be concerned. I mean, 80% of people really get a good or great effect mm-hmm. when we're with them and do a demo. But there's definitely people, even when they feel the effect, they don't even realize it's happening because they don't know what it feels like to relax. So we have definitely come across a lot of those people. They're mostly in the Bay Area and Silicon Valley and in New York. But mostly these are people who are very type A. I guess in New York you're type double A. I don't know. <laughs> Just then... I returned from my little walk around the station, and I guess you could say that I came back with a different mindset. I think it happened. Yeah, just... Be with it? Yeah. Especially the stress. I think if you think of something that really stresses you out, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like you'll see a wall. You just won't be able to worry about it Yes, that's... <laughs> Yeah, and you get a little giddy too, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Seriously? For real, yeah. For the unwind, yeah. You do. Zen is more without the giddiness. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> I I mean, I do feel like I'm a little bit stoned. <laughs> yeah, well, but a fraction of people feel a little bit that way when they when they have this. Mm-hmm. In a good way, not that you actually No, are. like I don't yeah. feel stupid. Yeah. You just feel that light. Like, yes, like who gives a sh- sort of thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't been to this place in a very long time. I feel like all I do is give a sh- about stuff. Like it feels like something, like you I have something a wrong? secret. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like no one needs to know <laughs> that I don't really care. <laughs> If anything, it's almost like a power nap. You do this for 15 minutes, you'll reset and go right back to what we're doing. No hangover. No crash, no hangover, no addiction. As you can hear, at this point, I was relaxed, intrigued. But then, it was Kool-Aid time. Like, this is, this could be the answer, you realize, like... The answer to what? Well, I mean... My coffee habit... My, yeah. well, I cycle between the <laughs> vodka and red wine. I don't do the, any of the other stuff. I'm too sure. old for that. But I have trouble sleeping. You know, a lot of times and it's I like thing. some of my pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those things have a place, but I think everybody wants to make sure they're the master of their mind and body. Yeah. And that those things are serving their purpose, yeah. but they never become dependent on those things, right? I mean, are there going to be people just, like, sitting around their houses doing this all the time? I think it really is a shift. You have to think about it as you want to go from one place to another, and you just then take it off, and then you're on your way. But the amazing thing, again, is that you you just used something that's digital in nature to do something that you could only do chemically before, right? 
you know, it's about unlocking your potential from the inside. People have full lives. That means that they deal with other people, they deal with their careers, with their health, with their families, relationships. I hate to interrupt everything. you, but I just don't care what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I totally just zoned out, which is not what I ever do when I'm. That's another in here. very like that's your, that's a classic trait of this whole thing. So. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. Um, We're making an easy interview then. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right? I feel like you hypnotized me. <sighs> I forgot my question. <laughs> Maybe you should turn it off now. I think you've yeah. had enough. Wow, that is embarrassing to listen back to. Izzy says that next time I would know that I didn't need quite so much of an electrical boost to relax. Um, But so far, there has not been a next time for me. The think is sitting in my bedroom at home. And looking back, I kind of found the rapid process of relaxing with the think disorienting. I mean, usually it takes me a while to come down from a hectic day. And it seems kind of more social to do that with a glass of wine while chatting with my husband in the kitchen. Strapping something to my head and using an app on my phone to feel better, like as a human, still seems like a weird paradox. But is it a paradox? Natasha Shul, that wonderful cultural anthropologist whom we had on the show a couple weeks back, says that maybe it's time we rethink what technology even is. I mean, you could take a looser view of what technology is and even technique and say that yoga is a technology and it has certain poses and certain positions and you take your body through this flow and it has an effect on you. So is looking at a screen to help you with that process, does it really pervert that project? For some people, I guess it does. Yeah, for me, it just felt less pure, Going to a yoga class to achieve bliss, it's not a shortcut. It takes hard work. Thing kind of feels like cheating, like I've given up on my own abilities. And come on, for those of us who didn't rush out to buy the first iPhone, it still feels kind of risky. Like, we want more people to try this out before we can commit. But I am reserving the right to change my mind. The Think module is still in my bedroom, still in its box. For now, I've been using technology like that since 1997. Next week, we wrap up our little run of biohacking episodes with Dave Asprey. He runs the Silicon Valley Health Institute and a company called Bulletproof Executive. And he's got some, well, interesting ideas. The goal is to die when I want. But we don't do... Could we get to a point where we get to decide? Absolutely. I'm planning to hit to, to at least 180. And what? I'm not, 180? I'm not saying that mildly. I'm not saying that as a crazy person. If you look at where we were 25 years ago from technology, yeah. we didn't have cloud computing. Yeah, we go to some amazing places in this conversation. So please join us to hear what he thinks it means to really be your most high-performing self. From the coffee you drink to maybe microdosing LSD... And dealing with blue light. I mean, I have been rethinking about how I would live the rest of my life if I'm going to actually live to be 180. I mean, that actually would change everything. Anyway, please subscribe to the podcast and rate us 
and all that jazz wherever you listen to audio on demand. I know that when this episode ends, the last thing you feel like doing is like tapping some buttons on your phone or clicking some stars or whatever, but please do it. It means we can be together again next week and for many, many weeks going forward. Ariana Tobin produced this episode with help from Amy Eason. Many thanks to Jenna Cagle and Seth Kelly for their production support this week. Joe Plord is note to self, smooth jazz engineer, and Jen Poyant is the show's executive producer. Note to Self is a production of WNYC Studios. I'm Anoush Samarodi, and I'm wishing you a very relaxing week. I still can't remember my question, though. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Tell, uh, retail value. How about that? What are, like, wh- who's going to be buying this? Like, how much do you have to pay? It's $200 for $200. the system. Yeah. For the system.